1: What's up, everybody? This is Jacob Warren asking you to like, subscribe, and share. Dave needs
2: this. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Play to win, banksjones.com.
0: The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of Off the Hook Sports, Objective Insight, expertise top guest available on youtube apple spotify and the off the hook sports app download now for free also available on off the
1: i compute and obey
0: now to dave hooker
1: ready
3: Well, here we go. He's Caleb Calhoun. I am Dave Hooker as we're with you for the next 90 or so minutes. And plenty to talk about. The basketball balls will be back on the court. So what does that mean? Ron Slay will join us. It gets no better when it comes to fantastic guests. Just how good is Tennessee in one of the toughest four-game rush? runs that you will ever see which started with auburn on wednesday night and it continues south carolina alabama and kentucky so go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button yes i switch sides on youtube and by the way if you're on one of our audio only platforms would greatly appreciate you leaving us a review it helps us get out there more so again we appreciate you Hit the like and subscribe button. This is a big day for our listeners as we're super excited. Hooker's Corner first month is in the book, and we're going to give away this thing right here. It's the mini helmet signed by Hendon Hooker. So stay tuned, and we've got the Will of Helmet that will turn a little bit later in the program. Would you like me to show you the Will of Helmet now? Or would you like to be surprised, Caleb? How are you, sir?
4: I am good. Happy March. Uh, show me the Wheel of Helmet now because I'm intrigued by what this is. We're at <laughs> <in> the <laughs> hooker's
3: corner. Where you oh, the wheel.
4: The wheel. I, I, I had Wheel of Fortune in my mind for this. Yes, Sorry, not wheel you of
3: never armor. pay extra for the Wheel of Helmet. So there it is. Everybody's name is on there. And one of those names will win a Hendon Hooker autographed mini helmet that's worth over 250 bucks, so it's pretty awesome, and somehow I'll get Caleb to come up back up on the screen correctly. I'm not exactly sure how yet, but I can make that happen. It is time for today's tough question, and you caught me on one of those Fridays. I will say I'm pretty normal. I like to be objective. I like to look at both sides of the issue, but every once in a while, I'll feel really strongly about something. It might even be in the minority. But I will feel really strongly something and I do about this, and it's on off the hook sports. Let me tell you, kids, it's time for the University of Tennessee to sue the NCAA. Today's tough question.
0: Today's tough question. Take a side,
3: take a stand.
0: The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of Off the Hook It is time for Tennessee to sue.
3: The NCAA, the foot is on the throat, put it out of business, hit like and subscribe if you agree with me. There is no way that the NCAA could defend itself. Its budget is about half of Tennessee's alone. That doesn't count if Tennessee called up some buddies and said, hey, I could use some friends, Michigan, North Carolina, people who have been through NCAA issues because we want to end this thing right now. Caleb, I believe this is the time. So if we can set the poll question, it's today's tough question and the poll question to start on YouTube, I would like to do that. And unless you can change my mind, I would like for it to be this. Is it time to sue the NCAA? Yes. Put on the throat. No. They still scare me just a little bit. And if you're like <laughs> that, I understand but it's not how we're going to be. Boundless Moving brings you today's tough question from their two-hour minimum to their turnkey operations. They have you covered. Their motto is personal service without limits, and it's not just a tagline. It's part of who they are. It's our DNA. They moved me. They should move you. Bound's moving in the Charlotte and East Tennessee area. Caleb, is it time to sue the NCAA in this business, as Jay-Z used to like to say?
4: You know when you first proposed this to me and typically I propose the crazy takes as Dave will tell you uh it's it's usually crazy Caleb takes when we propose these type of things Crazy but, Calhoun Crazy Calhoun but this time it's crazy Dave crazy Uncle Dave and so um <laughs> I thought it was crazy when you first said it and then I thought you know the judge's ruling this past weekend that last week that basically granted the temporary restraining order and the special injunction. The reason he granted that ruling, the reasoning was these limits are going to be found via an antitrust violation. And therefore any, for as while the ruling is waiting to be ruled on any player that can't take advantage of their monetary value is illegally being held back. Well, by that logic A lot of players over the past two years, ever since when NIL went into effect in 2021, three years, they've lost a lot of monetary value, haven't they? Because of the restrictions on NIL.
3: They have, but let me make sure we're on the same page. My page is the university should sue them because they have to spend some of their budget to go back to a kid who just sees headlines about Tennessee's under investigation again. That is why if I'm the University of Tennessee, I sue them. Now, the kids, if they were of financial means, let's say the Mannings were in this because the Mannings were well-off or some other well-off family could sue as well. They could have done this sort of thing a long time ago. But most families don't want to get involved in some sort of lawsuit with the game that your son is trying to play and you have to pay the lawyer fees and you could lose. So it takes the school. So the school should go out there, the University of Tennessee in a civil suit. This is not a criminal suit, but in a civil suit, say, we want $100 million because we had to do all of this work of all of these coaches. We can itemize it, wink, wink, because put the, you and I can put together a list of phone calls and time spent and come up with $100,000 or a million dollars and say, I want that back because of that headline you leaked to Pat Forty and other reporters that said there was another NCAA be- investigation on the way. I think it's easy money. I think it's easy money. Tell me on the message board that I'm wrong. And then when the NCAA loses, you officially know they have zero power, which I believe is the case right now. I'm ready to be
1: proven wrong.
4: What would be, I guess the question would be, what law did the NCAA break? To What, what contract did the NCAA violate?
3: They didn't break anything. It's a defamation contract. It's a defamation, a lawsuit. It's you ran us down. You leaked information. You did it purposefully. And as Caleb and I know, through going through mass com, uh, mass communications law, we. You, They are a public figure, so you have to prove that the NCAA did so with malice. It's not like if I pick Tennessee Jr. out on our message board and I just start ripping Tennessee Jr. on every social media. Well, he could sue me very easily, but Caleb and I and most people who are involved with in sports are considered public figures, so you have to have malice. I believe the NCAA had malice. I believe they wanted to hurt Tennessee to control all of the governing of football, and I believe it hurt Tennessee in recruiting.
4: Sue there's them. another – but there's another layer of defamation, though, that's kind of a big one.
3: But what does Hank Kingsley say about suing them? Today's oh, tough. He doesn't say that. <laughs> he says – Hey, now. Here we go.
4: It also has to be false. What would be the falsity of the NCAA leaking that information? What did they leak that was False.
3: Well, if you manufacture your own investigation, it's almost just an attack more than it is a bit of information.
4: Yeah, but you're defamation, right, defamation right has to be.
3: Some... You're right on the malice law, or I'm sorry, the defamation, defamation. law. It's malice, yeah.
4: and yeah. Because the NCAA would just say in court nothing we said to nothing we leaked was untrue, and then the defamation lawsuit goes out the window.
3: Well, you know as well as I do that you and I could get on the phone. By the end of the week, and now T. Scott Jones were represented by Banks and Jones. T. Scott Jones, he wouldn't take any flippant case just to take our money. But if we wanted to, we could find some other lawyer to do that. You can sue for anything. So whatever it is, the point being that they should sue now. If they were ever going to, is that the NCAA is in a very vulnerable position. So we're not going to do that with T. Scott Jones. But it could easily be done. By the way, represented by T. Scott Jones, Banks and Jones. Banks and Jones. Well, it's because they're Tennessee's trial attorney. You can play to win with Banks and Jones because they'll go to trial. You've heard of other lawyers. They say they'll go to trial and fight for you. They won't. They just want to settle. That's the easiest way out. Well, that's not Banks and Jones led by T. Scott Jones. They won't settle. They'll go to trial for you. Tennessee's trial attorney. They play to win. Truly, Tennessee's trial attorney when it comes to criminal defense or personal injury. Why settle? Banks and Jones. T. Scott Jones. Banksandjones.com All right. so Sue or no Sue? What do you got, Caleb? We can manufacture a lawsuit if we really want to. We can make it hard on the NCAA so they can't do their business in an efficient factor and might cost them their existence. I'm all for
4: it. Okay, here here's the I'll say Sue, but it would be more of a PR thing to do it because I'm not sure Tennessee has a case. Uh, I want to address a message board question. Kalen Kalen says, just have to prove that it hurt recruiting. How is that not defamation? Kalen, something false has to be said for it to be defamation. What did the NCAA say that was false? That's that's where I'm stuck.
3: Theoretically, they told Pat Forty, hey, Pat, hey, uh, Pat, This one's really, really bad. And you didn't hear that from us, but this one's really, really bad. And then, and they've been rogue for a long time. And that University of Tennessee is, uh, man, that's not the way NIL was supposed to be. It's it's bad, it's bad, Pat. That could be false because it's subjective.
4: It's true. Now that the falsity would be the subjective part because Pat Forty did write that the investigation was major. It was a major violation. That's what was written. They were being investigated for a major violation.
3: And to be clear, now, this is not a Pat 40 conversation. Go ahead.
4: Yes, this is an NCAA conversation. I guess you could theoretically, and I don't want to end up on bad legal takes on Twitter, but I've studied libel law so, so like thoroughly that like it's... Um, I guess theoretically you could say that leaking that it was a major violation and not leaking that... The idea that they were that this violation was based on a law that was it was that this violation was a violation of a rule that the rule itself is unlawful. You could theoretically say that they directly and purposely, with actual malice, implied Tennessee was going to be in trouble on the recruiting trail.
5: Hey, now,
4: ta da. Yeah. Yes. Now, yeah, the Tennessee was going not um, yeah, you could the, the Tennessee was going
3: to All you have to do is get it through trial. You just have to get it through that first step of trial where it's not thrown out in the preliminary stages and then
6: that's hot.
3: You got it. You got them playing defense. Who really cares if you win or not? You've got yeah. more money than they do to play. I've got more monopoly sets than you do, Caleb, I can pressure you. Right.
4: It, that's very true. Because then, if if they get the implication out there that if they if if what they said, if you could prove that what they said, that any reasonable person would assume what they said, was an implication that Tennessee was going to be headed for serious trouble, and that implication hurt them on the recruiting trail, and that the NCAA knew that that would be the implication by doing that and acted with actual malice. Then yes, yes, you have a suit. You've you've got you've got a through line. Um, Thank you. But yes, you have. But it has to be some sort of now. Again, you and I both agree. Pat Forty can't be sued because Pat Forty didn't act with actual malice. It's not was, about
3: Pat Forty because they leaked yes. it more than just Pat Forty.
4: Yeah, they leaked it to Pat Forty. They leaked it to a couple other people. Those people wrote what they were told. That there, you could all day, every day, sue them under the sun. It doesn't matter because they leaked what they were told. They didn't do any. They didn't break. They didn't defame anybody.
3: Um Again, the NCAA so. budget's $85 million. A major school, top 15 or so, is right around $200 million. You band together, they stand no chance of winning a drawn-out case because they can't afford it. You can step on their throat and get them out of football. I, I and, and whether or not the NCAA, whether or not the powers that be, Sankey, Big Ten, whether or not they get together and they actually do this, Caleb, doesn't really matter because the point is still – They're on their deathbed, right?
4: Oh, yes. They are on their deathbed. This is to deliver As far as football.
3: football. football.
4: By the way, anybody know where uh, the whole actual malice on public figures came from? It came from an SEC football-related case, funny enough. Didn't know that? Um, Curtis Publishing Company, V. Butts, in 19... I believe it was 68 or something like that.
3: Um, I think his his nickname was Seymour.
4: (laughs) (laughs) So... um, the for those who don't the, the defamation laws today are based on the New York Times V. Sullivan case of 64, I believe, which said that public officials you have to prove actual malice. Well, Curtis Publishing Company accused uh, Coach Butson Bear Bryant of fixing games, of rigging games in the late 60s. And they and they sued and won, but even though they won, the Supreme Court said. The actual malice clause for public officials stretches to all public figures, not just public officials. So that's actually where things got. A, yeah. So the whole concept of actual malice for public figures comes from a case that Bear Bryant and the Georgia coach's name was Wally Butts, I think.
3: Seymour. Um, Seymour. So- <laughs> you are so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. It was, I like Big. I like Big. Ben-
4: Oh, my gosh, you were so ridiculous, Dave. But yeah, right. Wally Butts and, and Bear Bryant sued Curtis Publishing Company and won. But then the, the Supreme Court did rule that the public officials clause applies to all public figures.
3: That's Coop, a, we're going to yeah. get in the hot tub. That's a lot of butts. Cooper Maze here. Hit like and subscribe. All right. Let's hop in the hot tub with Cooper Mays right now. And it's brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas.
2: Four Downs brought to you by Dynasty Spas. The most comfortable spas made in the United States of America. Right here in East Tennessee. Drop in for the all-new showroom in Athens. Dynasty Spas. Perfect for all four seasons. Four Downs presented by Off the Hook Sports.
3: Ashley says, Dave, you have my husband's finger smoking on the phone screen. He hates the NCAA. I hear it all the time. Well, it's because your husband's smart and right, Ashley. How about that? Uh, all right. So, four downs wants to focus on Nico Maleama. Let's go ahead and pull up this list of the most interesting players, if we can, Caleb, in college football for the upcoming season. And then we'll play four downs, four questions with Coop as we'll hop inside the hot tub. Uh, four Downs, again, brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. So, Nico Iamalajava is, Nico has been named one of the most interesting players in the nation. Who put out this list?
4: Uh, Bill Connolly put it out. It's the 10 most interesting quarterbacks entering the 2024 season. And Nico malayava comes in at number five.
3: Okay, so you want to play a little bit of Four Downs?
4: Let's play four downs, and there's never going to be fourth down with Nico Iamaliava because he's always going to get first downs.
3: I mean, they, they, I'll be surprised if they face a third down this year.
4: Me too. I mean, they're just never going to face one.
3: They, <laughs> no third down for not Coop here. First down. All right, first down, and it's brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. What's the most interesting aspect of Nico? Can I go first, since I have a little bit of insight talking to some people on in the inside of the program? Not that you don't, but I do pretty often. It's his pocket presence. It is that Bryce Young thing. I hate – the Bryce Young comparison was done early by some people within the program because of his ability to move within the pocket and his ability ability to decide whether or not to run or throw, and he's bigger than Bryce. And, but that is that, – that, to me, is the most interesting thing about him, the ability to extend a pass play by moving in the pocket – or the ability to extend a pass play by leaving the pocket, the ability to run. I think he has a great innate nature of when to do that. That's the most interesting thing. I Don't always go first, Caleb. When I do, though, I'm pretty good. What's his most interesting aspect? That is Nico.
4: They're going to think we're uh, Ben Dovering for Nico the way we're uh, loving on him with this episode.
3: (laughs) I'll I'll my friend.
4: Uh, but uh i i gotta say that it's i i, I like what you i like your point but i think it's his touch mm-hmm. I, I just said it's his touch but i'm sorry uh, no, I could, But it's his I touch just, on I the ball i think it's
3: it. his touch is amazing i could roll with touch because that's exactly what joe milton was missing right
4: Yes. Yes. Because here's the thing. He has, when he throws the deep ball, he puts the perfect amount of air under it. We saw that. And I saw that when he committed to Tennessee in on the recruiting trail. So I always thought he had the beautiful deep ball. I didn't realize he had that zip, the perfect zip over the middle when he was throwing it too. And I think that's what stood out to me in the, uh, in the citrus bowl. So I honestly think that Nico's touch on passes over the middle combined with his deep ball. I mean, he knows a, it's not just touch on one throw. He's got the perfect touch on every throw. He knows exactly the right touch to put on every throw.
3: Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, touch is one. I think that's going to be way different than what Tennessee had with Joe Milton. Uh, I think Nico's going to be, be pretty good. Um, who on this list is more interesting? And run down the list if, if you can, because I know it's behind a paywall for some of our cats out there. But it's hard for me to paint a better picture, not knowing every quarterback story. And there might be some guy who was homeless, you know, just a couple of years ago. And obviously that would be a better story than Nico, who is a very talented guy in NIL waters. And he's trying to assert himself and ascend up the death chart, which he has. So that's a great story, but there might be a better one out there. Do you know of of any other ones that, that might be a better story and give me some names on that list.
4: All right. So number one is Drew Alar. In or Aller for Penn State. The, my only issue with that is I don't think there's anything interesting. We know exactly what we're going to get from Drew Aller this year. He's going to beat everybody he's supposed to and lose to Ohio State and Michigan.
3: I agree. Let's move through these quickly.
4: Okay, so number two is Chiron Drones from Virginia Tech. Um, Virginia Tech is, I, 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 I confess to not knowing as much. Number three is Jalen Daniels of Kansas. Now, that's an interesting one because Lance yes. Leopold is doing a great job there. Four is Avery Johnson at Kansas State. Number six is K.J. Jefferson at UCF, obviously, the Arkansas quarterback. Now he's at Gus Malzahn at UCF. That's going to be an interesting one.
3: Seven I, would argue two- from, I would argue from a national perspective, that is on the same par as Nico. The only difference is he went to UCF instead of like Florida or Miami. If he had gone to a bigger school, that might be an even bigger story than Nico. But I still think Nico is the biggest story out of what I know out of all the guys that you've mentioned.
4: Oh, I agree. And never forget that in going into 2022, most analysts and experts had KJ Jefferson rated higher than Hendon Hooker in terms of who was the better quarterback. But, <laughs> um, so after that, we have Josh Hoover of TCU, Miller Moss of USC, Matthew Sluka and or Haj Malik Williams of UNLV and Preston Stone of SMU.
3: Where's Nico in this list?
4: Oh, Nico's number five. I should have said number five. He's, ahead, he's directly ahead of J- KJ Jefferson.
3: Okay. To me, the two best ones, then, five and six, are, should be one and two.
4: Well, the best or most interesting?
3: Most interesting. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Not, because I think, I mean, how Nico performs this year says an awful lot, Caleb. I mean, was 2022 a fluke, or was it, was it really what Josh Heupel's offense can be? Uh, four downs brought to you by dynasty pools and spas four downs or four seasons of comfort please just mention offthehooksports.com go out and just check them out take a look at their showroom and they deliver so um why nico is interesting more with caleb calhoun in 60 seconds dynasty pools and spas brings you four downs imagine having the best spas made right here in the united states of america in your backyard dynasty pools and spas their showroom is open in athens right off the interstate you can stop by and check out the best hot tubs and spas in the market and then delivery yes they can do that that's knoxville or chattanooga they've got complete support spa cover and chemicals to keep your spa bubbling at its best they also have pool chemicals As well, Dynasty Pools and Spas, amazing discounts for first responders, military, and even some blemish models. It can save you a ton and no one will ever notice. Mention off the hook sports, get $500 off. Mention off the hook sports, get $500 off. Dynasty Pools and Spas, go to dynastypoolsandspas.com or stop by that showroom in Athens. Dynastypoolsandspas.com. Dynasty Pools and Spas. So second down was who is as interesting as Nico? When we said KJ Jefferson going to UCF. Please take a moment and hit that like and subscribe button. It means a lot for us. And turn the notifications on before we get to third down. We would greatly appreciate that. Brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. What down, Coop? Tennessee center Cooper Mays here. Third down. Nico will rise or fall on this list during this season.
4: In terms of production or in terms of like in terms of
3: interest?
4: Well, he will rise because he's going to be the headline stealer every week by October because he's going to be the Heisman front runner.
3: You have your projections a little bit higher than me. I think after a month, he'll become boring because he will play at a consistently high level. And I don't think he's going to be a quotable guy. So I think heading into October, it'll be. Nico's just doing it again. I think he'll become a given a lot sooner than any other quarterback that you've probably seen at Tennessee. I mean, I guess Casey Clawson was a quick given. His, his first start was against Alabama and he won. So. Uh,
4: I mean, the, but, yeah. but like what, Tim Tebow wasn't boring in press, it mean, was boring in press conferences and he still was exciting for everybody to watch consistently at yeah. Florida. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, you know
3: no, and i'm just i'm just nitpicking i i know i i think he'll be a superstar i just think he'll be a given quicker than a lot of people in the national media i think he'll be a given by october you'll say oh, I i agree you'll say this football team is going to get b to a plus play from their quarterback which is pretty strong so if he is if k if Nico is the most one of the most interesting players in the nation. That would make him the most interesting player on his own team if it was not Nico, who would be second. Four downs brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spot. All
1: SEC center Cooper Mays here.
3: Fourth down. It's Brew McCoy, right? He's the second most. Oh, well, maybe it's James Pierce. It's Pierce or McCoy, right? As the most interesting player not named Nico on this football team.
4: It's Boo Carter. Because is going to end up starting in the secondary, and it's going to be so much fun to watch in the secondary.
3: Yeah, but I think – I heard from a scout the other day that if Pierce could come out right now, he'd be number one, the number one pick in the NFL draft.
4: Number one? Yes. Even over what many consider a generational prospect at quarterback? I don't think he's a generational prospect, but people are saying that Caleb Williams is a generational prospect he's at quarterback.
3: That he, he would be in the conversation for the number one pick, is what this guy told me. Because he was asking me if how much I thought that he got in NIL money to stay I, and not go to another school. He couldn't go to the NFL, obviously. But I don't think it was ever in his interest to stay. I don't think he ever planned for it is what I told the guy. But to that point, would it surprise me if he got three quarters of a million dollars for one more year? No.
4: I think Pierce was smart enough to take a bit of a discount to stay at Tennessee just because you know, you know agents or people are telling him, hey, look at the system you're in. You play really well. You you're you're destined to thrive in this system, and then you'll help your draft stock. Don't as you would say, don't trip over nickels for millions.
3: Well, and don't trip over happiness for you know a little bit more money. You know, w- w- could you have made eight hundred thousand dollars at Kansas instead of seven hundred and fifty thousand at Tennessee if they went all in on one guy? Maybe, but he seems pretty happy um at, at the University of Tennessee and they stood by him. Definitely did in uh, his his arrest case uh, with the traffic offense. That hasn't made much news at all. Hit that like and subscribe button. We greatly appreciate that. Pierce is going to get paid. Yeah, I think he's already gotten paid. Coming up on the program, uh, Josh Heupel takes the podium at SEC Media Days on the same day as Come Over Eli. We look forward to talking about that. Eli Drinkwitz will take the podium on the same day and another very interesting opponent chosen to go in the same day as Tennessee. Josh Heupel has ties to them. Two minutes off the sports.
0: Sun, sand, and saltwater, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK vision correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah.
2: Have you seen the latest Tristar Hats Co. product?
3: Tristar Hats Co.? What's that?
2: You know, those really cool hats, shirts, tumblers, and even license plates with three stars like the official Tennessee flag and stripes like the American flag. Pretty patriotic if you ask me.
3: Ah, gotcha. Seen those. Those are cool. Where can I get them?
2: Simple. TristarHatsCo.com. And if you order now, there's 10% on any order $50 or more. Plus, use the promo code HOOKED.
3: Well, with the promo code HOOKED, you get... 10% off. That's
2: Hooked. And don't forget free shipping with any order over 50 bucks. Stock up at TristarHatsCo.com. That's TristarHatsCo.com. There are plenty of wannabes out there, so make sure you go to TristarHatsCo.com for the best quality and customer service.
3: Will do, and I'll be sure to use the promo code HOOKED. That's Hooked when I do to save an additional 10% off. TristarHatsCo.com.
4: Tristar Hats Co. is a trademark of Tristar Hats Co. LLC. Any use without express written consent is prohibited.
2: The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorneys. Play to win. BanksJones.com.
0: Who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of Off the Hook Sports, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker.
3: You had your first SEC media days, and I was glad to be there with you for your first Caleb. I thought it was important to have somebody experienced there with you. Um, I think it was like <laughs> my twenty-fifth or so. What was your what were your thoughts on SEC Media Days?
4: Well, I mean, it was fun from the fact that we were in Nashville, but from a actual like work perspective, putting it in Nashville just made things a lot trickier than it needed to be. Like they made it, le- they, they, Greg Sinke tried to make it less of a work trip and more of a tourist event. But there's a lot of work to do there, so maybe he should have just kept it in Hoover. <laughs> I never, well, did the yeah. Hoover but one, I mean, but- the
3: actual, the actual event, people actual actually showing up. I mean, to me, it was pretty impressive the number of people and the number of stations that still made it. Um Given that we're just through four, year, three years at the time removed from COVID. Yeah,
4: I agree. It was packed. I don't know if it was as packed as any of the. Is, is it? I don't know if it was usually that packed when you go to SEC Media Days. If it, it wasn't, almost
3: was. it felt almost as packed as the pre-COVID years when it got really crazy, like seven hundred media members. Almost. But the reason I ask is, was it more of a show to you, or was it more of an informational gathering event?
4: Oh, it was a show. It was an absolute show. It was totally a show and not that it wasn't valuable with us going down there. We got some valuable interviews and we got a lot of good stuff because we focused on the interviews, but the actual inside the uh, halls and the podium, that was a total show.
3: Yes, it was a show. It was a fun show, but it was a show. So do you have a problem with the SEC manipulating things a little bit, Caleb, in order to get the best stories up on the podium on a particular day because Tennessee is going up there, not with Alabama, their rival, or Georgia, their rival, or Florida, their former rival, or Kentucky who thinks they're a rival. They're going up there with a couple of teams, not that they are rivals with, but they have some salacious storylines with. Tell me about who Josh Heupel will be going up on the podium with at SEC Media Days because I love it. This is the best day. I've looked at the schedule. This is the best day at SEC Media Days.
4: So Josh Heupel and Tennessee close out the day. The first that day is Kirby Smart in Georgia. Kirby Smart in Georgia. Which day? Which
3: day? Going. Go through the, the whole schedule that, if you don't care.
4: Oh, you want me to pull up the whole schedule? Okay. Um. So let's go ahead and pull up the whole schedule. So uh, that because they go on-
3: teams that Josh Heupel with. I mean, that they are. Yeah, they, they, that's hot. It's hot. Okay, hot. so the,
4: the first day is pretty fun on its own because LSU and Brian Kelly kick, off, kick it off Monday. And right after that is Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. I actually think that's a pretty good like one-two punch right there because the, both of them kind of have intriguing personalities. And for yeah. those who don't know.
3: Yeah, but it gets better. It gets better.
4: It it does. And then after that, uh, for Monday, South Carolina, Shane Beamer, and then Vanderbilt-Clark, we go on right after that. Okay. So Tuesday. Yuck.
3: Kirby Smart kicks off the day. Do we need to go every day, by the way? Well, you told me to. No, no, no. I mean, when we go personally in person, after I heard that first day, I'm not not riled up. Go ahead. Day number two.
4: (laughs) You're not riled up for Lane Kiffin?
3: Now there's, still still there's a possibility that Caleb and I will be taking a cross-country tour in an RV um, to SEC Media Day. So we have a Yeah, and Caleb's just now hearing about this, but that is that wait, is a possibility. If, if,
4: if, if we, and if we pick up some 23-year-old uh, women, Lane Kiffin will ride with us in an RV.
3: And um, we'll be driving the other RV that they come out of. All right, rest of the schedule. <laughs> all right,
4: so, with- so Tuesday, um, Kirby Smart and Georgia kickoff Tuesday. And then Missouri goes on board with Eli Drinkwitz, Oklahoma with Brett Venables, and Tennessee with Josh Heupel. And as you guys all know, Josh Heupel and Drinkwitz have some beef, and Josh Heupel played at Oklahoma and takes it personally, and he was fired as their offensive coordinator.
3: I love you know, it. You know. Will we see fireworks?
4: Yes, because Drinkwitz will say something stupid.
3: Yeah, and Peyton Manning, the last time you had – uh, Eli Drinkwood say something on the Jim Rome show during SEC media days and attack Tennessee awkwardly for no reason. Peyton said they're like,
0: that is total bullshit.
3: He did. I, I don't, I don't think you'll see any fireworks from Josh Heifel. I don't think he's going to talk about his Oklahoma days. much. I think he's going to pride himself in being as boring as possible, which he usually does. But even now with good storylines that are out there, Caleb, and now that he's about to be good, the last thing he wants to go up there and do is break character and create some sort of bullet board material. I don't think it'll be exciting from his side. I will guarantee you Eli says something stupid, something that yes. gets, Evans. I will bet oh. you, I'll bet you dinner in Dallas that week, state dinner, Caleb, Let's, and you let, no, and you no. to be the judge, jury and executioner. You tell me if it's quote stupid or not.
4: Look, I'm totally with you, though. He's going to say something stupid. Now, here's the crazy part about this. For those who don't know, and here's what I learned about SEC Media Days last year. A lot of media members come up just the day they're covering their school and then they leave, right? Like when their school's there.
3: Boring media members.
4: I agree. Boring media members. But a lot of them do that. They put these people on the same day because they wanted Tennessee media members in there when Drinkwitz was speaking to ask Drinkwitz the question about if we stand on business that's why they did it right and to ask and they wanted oklahoma media members in there to ask josh heupel about oklahoma
3: well no those those media members are making their own decisions budgetarily though
4: no no no, they, they, no they're making their decisions on what to ask i'm saying the sec knew there will be there will be more tennessee media members all and sec media days on tuesday right since tennessee's going that day
3: right so you're saying they get the side story with Oklahoma and they get the side story with Missouri and it's they, easier. Yeah, they should be doing that. They should orchestrate that.
4: They should. And for people that complain about that, guys, the half of sports and go back through history. OK, for people who are like, I just want to see the game play. I just want to play the game. It's not the OK, you are full of you know what when you say that. Because half of what sells sports is salacious storylines, is
3: it not, Dave? Has masculine that been- soap opera at times—that's the term I've always used. Masculine soap opera.
4: It's a masculine soap opera, and yeah, that's a great phrase. That's a brilliant phrase. Okay. It's I not mean- as
3: good as my visit fee, though. Visit fee's taken off. <laughs> visit. Fee- I'm telling you, a kid's gonna have a visit fee, and it's gonna be listed on three. What it costs to get him to come to your campus? Five grand. High four-star from Missouri, defensive tackle Bobby taylor Hout, And you need to go see him, and he's awesome, and he'll come see your school for $5,000. Portions of the program brought to you by the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Hemp House Chat with 2Ts.com. Hemp House Chat with 2Ts.com. Use the promo code HOOKED for 10% off. That's HOOKED for 10% off, and yes, they should totally make these things media-friendly so that guy covering Tennessee can write about the ties to Oklahoma, guy covering Tennessee can write about the Eli feud. The sad thing is that that's not done much anymore, but you'll read those kinds of stories right here on Off The Hook Sports and those will always be free. I remind everyone that coming up a little bit later in the program, we'll have our drawing for the hook, the hooker helmet. What? The mini helmet signed by Hendon Hooker. That is right over my right shoulder for those that are on our media platforms. And we'll be, I will have our drawing for that here just momentarily. And that's brought to you by Sports Treasures, carrying over 5 million Sports Treasures and so much for follow on Facebook. For the best sports memorabilia daily updates, Uh, if you just go to Facebook and follow on Sports Treasures TN, that is Sports Treasures TN. Okay, so which of the two stories is more interesting? And then take it from there. Is it the Oklahoma link or is it the Missouri, I hate Eli, Eli hates me, we wanted the same job, he's naughty, I'm mad thing? I actually think it's the
4: Oklahoma link. Because Josh Heupel is – even if he won't say anything, there's going to be a lot of Oklahoma media there. There's going to be Oklahoma media there that is the Jimmy Hyams of Oklahoma media that covered Josh Heupel as a player and is now covering him as a coach at Tennessee who has yeah. absolutely who has absolutely zero interest of going back to Oklahoma as a head coach because he's so upset about what they did to him in 2014 that – and by the way, that's not – Guys, Oklahoma's in a bind. They're going to fall apart under Brent Vittables, and Josh Heupel's going to be the most high-profile coach in the next two years, and they won't be able to hire him because they refuse to move on from Bob Stoops. If you were – and that's – the story's big now. It's about to be monumental in two years. We're on the precipice of the biggest story in college football.
3: Hey, can you do me a favor? Can you look up what is Norman – because I'm not really familiar with that area – TV market size. Okay, so you mentioned the Jimmy Himes, for instance, of covering Oklahoma. Well, Jimmy is a dogged, incredible reporter is what he's referring to. And Knoxville is a big enough town where you don't have just Homer media. Uh, when you wear red to cover an Alabama Alabama football game or blue to wear a Kentucky basketball game, your media credential should be revoked. But that is not the case in those two situations. So I'm curious what, just not to get sidetracked, but what Oklahoma faces on a day in and day out as far as coverage. So Caleb's going to pull that up. Where do they? So
4: Norman the is in the game. Oklahoma City TV market, which is number okay. forty-seven.
3: Okay, well, g- give me a second here. So they're going to okay. split that with the Cowboys, then. No, 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 no.
4: The Thunder, okay. Oklahoma City Thunder.
3: Okay. So, what does that mean for Oklahoma and the coverage? Because here's where I'm trying to take this. It would take a mass upheaval in the administration for Oklahoma to show any interest in Josh Eipel. So, I'm not trying to start that and just get a bunch of more clicks because of that. But I do wonder what the media is like. So, the media, for instance, in Tennessee is around 67 to 69, somewhere in there in Knoxville. So, that's a pretty. That's a pretty high water market when you consider Vanderbilt isn't really covered in Nashville, which would be one of the top 10 markets in the country. So in other words, you're going to have journalists that are more about finding the truth and supporting the team. So I'm curious what Norman, wherever it is, Oklahoma City, where do they rank? What kind of media coverage do they get?
4: So Norman has a population of about one hundred and twenty eight thousand, but they're they're the city is served by the Oklahoma City TV stations, TV affiliates. So they are in the Oklahoma City TV market. Um, that's basically, which, as you know, Knoxville's its own TV market, which is, is a huge deal, by the way. Because, I mean, you know this, Dave. Birmingham, Tuscaloosa, for instance, I'm pretty sure is, in the, is served by the Birmingham market, isn't it?
3: No, that's a separate market.
4: Birmingham is a separate, mar- separate market from Tuscaloosa? Yes. Yes.
3: Yes. So okay, that's a well, separate market.
4: Norman is 20 miles south of Oklahoma City.
3: Okay, so where's so, Oklahoma City as a market? They're probably top 40.
4: They're number 47, they're top 50. Ooh,
3: Dave's throwing heat today.
4: But but Oklahoma City does have the thunder.
3: Well, but the th- those aren't the same fans. Come on,
4: Caleb. No, no, I'm saying but the thing about that's unique about Knoxville is like it, okay, it, it's not the same fans, but with media, you wait, have to wait, wait. Devol-
3: I'm not comparing I'm not comparing the two from that perspective. I'm just wondering what type of stuff they might have as far as backstories on Josh Heupel. Because if I'm them, I'm working on those stories in the offseason right now. So we might hear, I'm not talking about digging as far as bad stuff. I'm just talking about digging as far as hearing some interesting stories. He doesn't talk to the media a lot. He doesn't do one-on-one interviews. We really don't know that much about Josh Heupel. We don't know much about his staff. We don't know what they believe in. So maybe some of those guys will be able to dig up some stuff because right now I feel like and I felt like this following the 2022 season that Josh Heupel and his staff should do a ton of one on one interviews, show who they are to the public engender themselves to both the media and the fan base and build fan equity after an amazing 11 win season. And they didn't do that. So I'm just wondering if we'll learn more about Josh Heupel. I'm not comparing the two markets.
4: OK, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, that's kind of might be something for us to do when we're there. Talk to a few Oklahoma guys who've been covering as well. <laughs> uh, OK, so a uh, couple next couple that's of days. really we have-
3: excited about SEC media days yesterday for some reason, by the way. And we had talked about our amount of coverage. We're just going to make an on air decision. Uh, you you, you got to come. I know you had a baby coming, so I don't want you to miss the birth. But other than that, you got to come. <laughs>
4: Well, the baby's
3: not born by uh, SEC Media Days. (laughs) Baby's due June 9th. How far along are you? 11 and a half months. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh, Okay, so a couple of things I wanted to bring up before we get out of this segment. Because um, I think the SEC dropped the ball on some other storylines. Okay. Why is Hugh Freeze not the same day as Lane Kiffin?
3: Uh, That's good.
4: You know, because the next two days are... Okay, so Wednesday, July 17th is... Alabama, Florida, Mississippi State, and Texas. Alabama, Florida, are we saying that Kalen DeBoer is the next Billy Napier?
3: i tell you who, if, if I could pick a three just off the top of my head, I'm not saying this is the top three, I would have Florida, Auburn, and Ole Miss the same day. A job that I believe Lane Kiffin, I thought they turned him down, but I've since been told recently that he actually did turn Auburn down. I yeah, I would have
4: turned Auburn I, down too.
3: I, I wouldn't, but that's a different debate. But I'm 70-30 believing he turned him down. I'm not 100% sure. And then the job he wants in Florida. That's pretty saucy right there to kind of hint around. Because Lane could drop something like, uh, well, I know the expectations are high there in Florida. So, you know, I just hope the best for Billy Napier. He's a great coach, and he's going to do a fantastic job. And when he says that, he's going to be full of it the entire time. He will he's sitting somewhere watching it going like that
1: is total bullshit
3: <laughs> he will sit there and talk about how great billy napier is when in his heart he's like i would move to gainesville immediately i would leave dallas to go straight to gainesville and be the head coach of the gators that's so
4: so no storyline out of that day unfortunately Um, except for, unless you think Steve Sarkisian would go to Florida. No, I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, Steve Sarkisian and Caitlin DeBoer on the same day is interesting because Steve Sarkisian did want the Alabama job or they did entertain it. Right. Didn't they want, wasn't there some sort of connection there? Sark and Bama.
3: I didn't hear that one, actually. I didn't hear that connection. I would have to take your word for that.
4: Well, Steve Sarkeesian gave an interview a couple days ago and talked about his decision to stay at Alabama. Now, he could have just been BSing like Dan Lanning was. (laughs) Like, Megan, I'm staying at Oregon. It's like, bro, you were never offered, okay? That's like when Jada Pinkett boycotted the Oscars. But, um, okay, so the fourth day. Is there any storylines on this day? The last day is Arkansas Sam Pittman, Auburn's Hugh Freeze, Kentucky's Mark Stoops, and Texas A&M's Mike Elko. Not seeing a lot of storylines out of that one either,
3: are you? There's never a lot of storylines in the last day. I could have told you that. Some SEC and Big Ten teams are about to leave their conference to join a mega conference. They are ready. Also, coming up next, this day in Tennessee sports history. Two minutes. He's Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker off the of Sports.
0: At sun, sand, and saltwater, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts, ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK vision correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center.
6: Ah.
2: Have you seen the latest TriStar Hats Co. product? TriStar
3: Hats Co.? What's that?
2: You know, those really cool hats, shirts, tumblers, and even license plates with three stars like the official Tennessee flag and stripes like the American flag. Pretty patriotic if you ask me.
3: Ah, gotcha. Seen those. Those are cool. Where can
2: I get them? Simple. TriStarHatsCo.com. And if you order now, there's 10% on any order, $50 or more. Plus, use the promo code HOOKED.
3: With the promo code HOOKED, you get 10% off. That's HOOKED.
2: And don't forget free shipping with any order over 50 bucks. Stock up at tristarhatsco.com. That's tristarhatsco.com. Dot com. There are plenty of wannabes out there, so make sure you go to tristarhatsco.com for the best quality and customer service.
3: Will do, and I'll be sure to use the promo code Hook. that's HOOKED when I do to save an additional 10% off. tristarhatsco.com
4: Tristar Hats Co. is a trademark of Tristar Hats Co. LLC. Any use without express written consent is prohibited.
3: Folks, I want to tell you something. I know that you can easily go online and pick out T-shirts and Uh, promotional products and you can get them delivered to you and you think, hey, I've saved a a ton of money. Well, it's not really the case. You might not get the right thing and the return policy is difficult. So I want you to call Apex Apparel Group Design. Apex Apparel, they brand market, they design, embroider, screen printing, all of your personal products that you need or your spirit wear for your school, please call Tyler at 865-919-3001 to outfit your business. Tyler at 865-919-3001. He would greatly appreciate it. Mention off the hook and you will get a 15% off your first order. So how great is that? Again, apex apparel, check them out and tell them that Dave hooker, And Off the Hook Sports sent you.
2: The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Excuse me, your honor. Play to win. BanksJones.com.
0: Who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of Off the Hook Sports, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker.
3: What is the, help me with the message board here for a second if you can, guys. What is the Disney movie that has the chant? It's like a chant of elves and they're marching. And it's a Disney movie. Caleb will, Caleb will know in 10 years. Caleb might not know now, but he's about to be a parent. Is it a new so Are
4: you, I'm a Disney stan. I just only, I don't, is it a new Disney movie?
3: No, it's old. It's maybe, when it may even be, maybe Dorothy. What's that movie? The Yellow Brick was Road. it was? Yeah. That's not Disney. Uh, okay, no, right. It's not Disney. It's not Disney. But when they're dancing around in the beginning, follow the Yellow Brick Road. Yeah, Follow the, yes. okay, okay. I keep thinking, leave the SCC. Leave the SCC. Because that's what some people are chanting, and it's leave the Big Ten now. Leave the Big Ten now. Caleb, this is closer than even I thought. I think within five years, you're going to have a mega conference. What's the latest is what high ranking official involved in the discussions told ESPN on Wednesday that the presidents and chancellors in both the SEC and Big Ten are having conversations about whether to continue their NCAA membership.
4: So I must I must confess, I failed in my duties as a journalist, Dave, because I believe
3: that you are one of the best journalists I've ever met. Uh, Definitely above John Adams and Jimmy Himes, who join us Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. (laughs) Just kidding.
4: I'm not going to say that. Um, But uh, I. I read this story two days ago because we talked about the college football playoff expanding to 14 teams. This was buried in the story. I mean, Dave, this was, it was in that story about them expanding to 14 teams. And it was buried as like the ninth or 10th story uh, and the ninth or 10th paragraph in there. And I didn't know it until I started listening to other YouTube shows yesterday mentioning it. And I'm like, did I miss that part of the story? And I got to go back and read it. And I'm like, how do you bury this part of the story way down in the story on ESPN by Heather Dittich and Pete Pete, uh, Tamil. Um, It's Pete Thamel or Tamil. I always get it.
3: Thamel. Thamel. Like Thamel. Okay.
4: Okay. Was this quote, one high-ranking official involved in the discussions, and we're talking about the college football playoff discussions, told ESPN on Wednesday that the presidents and chancellors in both the SEC and Big Ten are having conversations about whether to continue their NCAA membership. It's a move that would impact and could possibly derail the TV agreement. Those conversations are happening, the source said, adding some feel pretty strongly about pulling away. I'd say very strongly. Now, guys, this may not, you guys may have known this was coming, but here's the thing. You only knew it was coming because you thought it yourself. You've seen people talk about it. You've heard me and Dave talk about it. Nobody affiliated with the SEC or Big Ten has said anything about it, though, until this moment. Is that fair to say?
3: No, nobody said anything at all. And... I'm going to defend Heather Denich for a second here and Pete Thamel. Um, A lot of times those releases and court documents that you get are so deep that you can lose track of the forest for the trees, if that makes sense, Caleb. So I can see that you're going through it almost chronologically. It gets buried, but you're right. That's the bigger story. So do you believe this is the SEC and Big Ten trying to leverage – more control or do you think they're legitimately saying, guys, I I ain't I ain't bluffing here. I, I'm I've got two aces. We're playing Texas hold them. Uh there's two aces on the board. If I want to, I'm gonna make this move and I'm gonna win. Convince me otherwise by being nice. Don't stand toe to toe with me and keep raising the pot.
4: I think the Big Ten and the SEC are just are in bad faith negotiating with the NCAA and the rest of the conferences. I think what they're doing is they're willing to play ball for a little while because here's what they want to do, Dave. They want to make sure they have every single card. They want to make sure they're holding every single card when they walk away, don't they? They want to make sure they're holding every single card in the book. They have most of the cards. They have all the leverage. But there's a difference between having all the leverage and all the cards. They want to have all the cards. And they're letting a few other things play out. And so they're willing to play with the other conferences in the NCAA right now while they have all the leverage and they're just the big dogs on campus. But this is happening. This is happening. It's over. It's so over at this point. It's like if you guys read Harry Potter in the final book, when Harry and Voldemort had his, had their last stand, Harry had like four layers of protection and there was no way Voldemort could win. It's like the SEC and the Big Ten are like Harry in this moment. And they they are – the NCAA is Voldemort. The SEC and Big Ten have – I don't know what any
3: of that means, Caleb. I'm sorry. I'm just bringing it up. They yeah, have I mean, all the cards. It's, it's, a, it's a tough reference. Uh, Ashley says, why wouldn't Big Ten and SEC start their own network? They have the money. I think that's basically what they're doing. Yeah, but they're doing it this way. They're doing it as far as partners. With the SEC. Speaking of partners, glad to announce that we have a new one, and that's our friends at BetUS. And you can get an incredible, incredible bonus: 125% for the first three deposits. That's 125%, and you also get 10% gamblers insurance. So there it is, right on the str- uh, the screen, and it's right below. But you just go to our link. If you don't mind. And if we can uh, we've got that right below, then you can go to that link. And we I certainly want to get credit for it, but we're glad to work with BetUS because 125% bonus is a is a big deal, Caleb.
4: Yes, that's a huge deal, guys. Take advantage of this. Don't fall. There's a lot of betting scam companies that have started up now, by the way. And you don't want to fall for those. BetUS is not one of them. I've used them for a lot of my I've used them for a lot of the odds that we talk about on this show. So absolutely bet US you definitely want to try that out.
3: Yep. No question about it. We're going to get to Ron Slay just in one second, but let me ask you this. When is the major move by the sec and the big 10 to make their, to make their mega conference first step? Is it months or years away?
4: Oh, I actually think that it's months. I think you're going to see so many things happen this summer there's 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 about five dominoes happening in in college sports right now. There's the NIL domino, there's the playoff domino, there's the Florida State ACC lawsuit domino, and I think you're going to see all of them fall within a similar time. I believe there's a contract through 2031 with the with the ESPN. So there's th- there's some details that have to be okay. Basically, the ESPN college football playoff deal that's being negotiated would run through the 2031 season you're gonna know very soon how quickly these dominoes will fall based on how quickly, based on where that deal runs through. That's gonna be the
3: story. No doubt. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero
2: compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the
3: icon of vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm going to write a column based off of what this guy said on Twitter. Ron Slay, former all, joins us now. The Slay ride, the Boom Boom Room, it's all that and more. He's texting like he's just just going crazy. He's so excited to text and say, Billis, I'm coming for you. And you just wait. And I'll tell you what, that prime spot, that's mine, baby. And, uh, <laughs> that's what's going on right now, isn't it?
5: Yeah, that's, ex- that's exactly what I was doing. I was, I was hitting send on this this, this message. Yeah, right there in you caught yeah. me.
3: <laughs> you better start growing some hair, Bill, I'm coming. Hey, man. In all seriousness, can I take a second? Yes. You are knocking it out of the freaking park on SEC Network. I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm zero surprised. But I'm <laughs> so proud and happy for you. Um, it's. I know it seems like to a lot of people it's like an overnight success, but I know you worked really hard. So I just Great. want to say kudos, my man.
5: Man, I appreciate that day, man. You got to see it. You got to see it all Take um take shape and form from a, a little young pup, uh guy running out there with the screen mask to
3: what we have today. <laughs> I was I was actually the first, like the Ron guy's a really good talker. And I didn't tell anybody because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you remember how it was set up, but you guys would talk before practice. Yeah. So the newspaper guys. I was a radio guy, and it was hard for me to get something different for the next day. Yeah. So I would try to wait around, and I would wait for people to stop talking to you, so that I could interview you, so that yeah. I'd have something fresh that wasn't in the paper. For the next day so i was like the ron stalker
5: i was one thing about it i was gonna give you
3: something <laughs> he did every time i was like i'm hurting i need ron All that
4: right. was actually that was kind of I, I was just young but that was kind of a known thing even among fans at the time because uh when ron made just the beautiful pass to john higgins for the half court shot to beat georgia tech Ooh. uh yeah. <laughs> the lead story was a couple of times was there were a few lead stories on there saying I'll be careful talking to Ron Slay. He might just tell you he should start a quarterback for Tennessee.
5: And- <laughs> yep. yep, yep. I remember. <laughs> this is my well, friend and T Martin moment.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. You brought it up. Ron's appearance brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas, right there in Athens, their show- showroom, and they deliver Knoxville and Chattanooga. All right, uh, you brought it up on the Twitter. And I was like, uh, I want to talk to Ron about this. Yeah. We're talking about Don Connect being SEC Player of the Year. That's almost dissing him, Ron. Yeah, it is, man.
5: I don't understand why Why we're, we're, we're still harping on, oh, that wrapped it up. That wrapped the race up right there. That was – man, he's been – if you go each outing, even in losses, even in losses, he's wrapping the race up. <laughs> like, it's – Everybody else, and I listen. You got to give credit to Mark Sears and Antonio Reeves. I think those are the two that you know. If you had to go for a close second, is who would would be uh, between. But man, you got to go. You got to go out outside of that. It's a National Player of the Year conversation when it comes to Dalton Connect. Reason being, you got to imagine when you look back over the years and you think about National Player of the Year. It's dominant performances. Um, with the lights being the brightest when everybody is watching and he delivers, you think back to Adam Morrison, the things he was doing, Jimmy Fredette, the things he was doing. You look at buddy healed, buddy Hill when he was at Oklahoma, the things he was doing like the, the list go even recently, Luca Garza, when Luca Garza was on fire, it was, it was moments like this, like he's digging him out of a hole. Now, Back, big Zach Edie, I understand, man. This is dominant every day, day in and day out. Um, when you when you watch him play, and he has a good group around him, but I can't see Edie pulling Purdue out of a hole. Like if they get down fifteen, get down ten, that game's pretty much a wrap because he's not going to be out there shooting threes. Um, you gonna you gonna be fine with. Letting him, get, letting him get his buckets and then going down and trading for twos, making him get out and guard to pick and roll or something. I think the link, the weak link for Dalton Connect may have been defensively, um, but he's tightened it up. Ever since the Texas A&M game at College Station, when they were taking turns picking on him and driving on him and getting him in foul trouble, we haven't seen that since. He's not running and hiding. He's looking for the moment, and he's taking the moment. There's no more. We can almost schedule it during the game. It starts to look like this is about when Dalton Connect would take over and it happens. And he doesn't, doesn't take a step back. Only thing, the only knock I would give on him now is dude, just knock your free throws now, Just make your free throws so we can get some 40 point games or something. <laughs> then we can really have this, this conversation. But that's that's my take on it, man. If this was any other year or any other conference, any other school, blue bloods, or whatever, imagine if this was taking place at a North Carolina. Or out of Kentucky, or out of Kansas, or out of Big East, Syracuse, or something like that. Imagine what what would what we would be saying about that. Amen. It wouldn't even be a question. Even in Georgetown. Even a yeah. ge- exactly. If you even just put them on the East Coast in one of them schools, like you, you, no way this would be a a conversation.
4: Well, right. It's all. funny you see. It's funny you say that because uh, I agree with some limitations on court storming, but that uh, Kyle flapalski that was a, you know, look at the way ESPN was like, Oh my God, he was so hurt. I mean, Duke is like the ultimate Karens of college basketball. If, if there was a Karen of college basketball.
5: That whole situation though. Was- like I thought that was, that was a, a, a weird situation. That was a look at me moment in a sense. Um, yes. I want him to be okay. But at the same time, man, you seven foot, you know how to protect yourself when you see a court storm come. You're not going to walk like you're in the park, you know what I mean, like a casual walk. And you got to have the right energy and the right spirit about yourself. To me, to me, in my opinion, he was about to push that kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, there may be some tensions there, but he was about to do something that he shouldn't have been trying to do as far as protecting himself or getting off the court. He was going to do something. Karma came back and bit him, and that's what you got.
4: Yeah, mm. totally. To, I, actually, I actually kind of agree with you on that. Um, hey, Caleb like to,
5: agreed with me.
4: What? Uh, I
3: won an award. Well, you practically, well, practically have to... to be an advertiser for him to agree with you on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
4: I'm about to push back, though. On I, knew, I knew it was because... coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> it was just a nice setup, Ryan. <laughs> okay, because I got to get back to Dalton Connect. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, I love you.
6: Mm-hmm. I Thank love what
4: you. you're saying about Dalton Connect. hmm but you 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 just went play you just suggested maybe player of the year over Zach Eady. Yes, given Zach Eady's numbers. Now, I made the hot take yesterday. I can't even say Dalton Connect is the most important player on Tennessee because I've been saying Tennessee goes as Jonas Adu goes. Even though Dalton Connect's the better player, mm-hmm. like Tennessee can win a game when Dalton Connect scores single figures. They've done it. Can Purdue win a game if Zach Eady doesn't score double figures?
5: Get, that's a, that's a great question. I think that's what I think things that that have to be put into context too. With me saying Dalton Connect should we National Player of the Year is not a knock to Zach Eady. I think that's got to be said too. Like I'm saying, it should be a or it should be a race. Like we should be mentioning Dalton Connect with him. Like it should be a at conversation. some point, yeah. yeah. When when the conversation has gone, like we need to at the end of the day say, okay, let's line it up. This is where it needs. To, it, to me, it's not even a conversation. That's the problem. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. And I just that's think cool. like if this was, and I, that's why I throw the blue blood programs out there. If you talk about one of these schools that do, can you look how we talk about Filipowski? And he ain't even doing nothing this year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we talk about a guy that's worked his way into damn near a lottery pick. Like it, 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 it we talk about draft potential and things of that nature. I don't, I don't think when we talk about Edie, we ain't talking about that with Edie. <laughs> Everybody a foregone conclusion that maybe he goes undrafted. This could be the back-to-back player of the year that's undrafted. What does that say? So that will be even more reason if I was college basketball, I would be thrusting him up to the forefront to let people know, 23-year-old, fifth-year guy, grounded his way up. Now look at him. He's national player of the year. And then in the conference alone, when you talk about bringing separation and Six or seven, eight years ago, when Commissioner Sankey said, we want to take basketball serious in the SEC, is nothing more serious than winning the national championship or having the national player of the year in your conference, your basketball conference then.
3: Ron, I think he's the best story in basketball, and it's incredibly undercovered.
5: Without question.
3: When I talk to people that are very casual college basketball fans, and I say, that man – did you go out of your way to watch Dalton Connect Wednesday night because he is just special? Mm-hmm. And they say, nah, I didn't, didn't, didn't notice that yet." That surprises me. Why is he? Why is he not getting more coverage?
5: I, I don't understand it, man. I, I think a lot of it is when you look at it, as the powers that be in the SEC. Um, you automatically point to football. You, you, I mean, it dominates the, it dominates the landscape, man. When you talk about NFL, then college football. And it' going year round, and especially the SEC, you kind of bat an eye at it. Did they catch lightning in the bottle? Do we really want to pay attention to it? Let's see them do something. Can it be consistent? I think, man, you look at it, and you talking about the best, those are the best players in the last two years, regardless of Zach Eady what he did, his dominant performance last year. I still say Brandon Miller was the best player in college basketball last year. And then you you scratch your head and you walk, you come right back. And Dalton Connect is the best player in college basketball. They do things at the wing position. This is a big man talking. That you cannot, you cannot, you can't cap, you you can't get, you know what I'm saying, anywhere else. What you can do as a point guard and a big, you can go win tournaments. But what you can do as a wing dominating the game is electric. And kids always, kids going to rival. They want to be a part of it. Older people they can't wait to buy their tickets to come get their popcorn to watch you. It's just exciting when a wing does, it, especially at his size, the way he does it. It's nothing. I
3: it's undervalued. Yeah, Ron, I I vote for the Heisman. You, you might too. It's not, it's it frustrates me a lot of the voters that don't take it uh, seriously and um, they base it off preseason hype. Basketball voters for the Wooden Award, I think, have been more flexible. Um, mm-hmm. I think a guy can come out and have one year. It's just the Edie thing is so unusual with the way he stayed because he's not a great fit in yes. the NBA. It's hard to overcome that hub. Just speaking yep. from a guy in the media.
5: Yep. It, I don't know how you go against it because to Caleb's point, like you point at the numbers and it's like win or lose, like those numbers are going to be consistent. He'll go get 35 and 15. No matter who they're playing, whether they get beat by 40 or they win by 40, then uh, that right there to me is impacting the game in a different way when you're talking about Dalton Connect. Like to be down in these games, in matchups, in, in conference play, where it's physical, out there on the perimeter, and you be able to pull your team out of a hole against a team that's fifth ranked nationally, defensively, that's like, that's not supposed to happen. You should not outscore <laughs> this team. Like, this, it'll be different if they were lacking offensive ability. We just watched Aiden Holloway go bananas against Georgia from the point guard spot. Like, they should be able to put the ball in the hole. I should never – I listen, I was a scorer, and I loved to get the ball anywhere out there I felt like I could score. I never received a triple team, ever. They ran three people at this man to get the ball out of his hands. Like, what – I don't, what do we, what at some point, man, you got to throw the numbers out and believe what your eyes are showing you. It's been consistent enough.
4: Yep. Yeah. It's, I think what stood out to me, Rodman, the other day is we knew Dalton was a scorer, but the thing that was so intriguing to me was Tennessee, part of their, their, to me, their formula for winning is Sakai being Sakai. Yes. And Jonas Adu doing what he does down low. Dalton scoring when they need a bucket, but also having the hot hand. The crazy part is Dalton is the scorer, but he can also have the hot hand. Yes. And he did the other night. It's uh, He went from Superman to the assassin, the uh... – I, I thought about it the other day. The opening line to that Fifty album and Get Rich or Die Trying when they said uh, they say I walk around like I got a S on my chest. Yeah, That's a yeah. semi-auto with a, uh, yeah, S on my chest.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
4: That's yeah. Connect right there.
3: That is. I'm that as, is. A, I like. I'm it. Might as well be on a different stream <laughs> was, right now. <laughs> I was gonna say, Dave, you might not know about that right there. We'll bring,
5: we'll bring you up the. I got, uh, well, what?
3: I got to get my my AARP registration. <laughs> Uh, no, nah, out y'all go These ahead are the type of tunes
5: around. we listen to down there on Hooker's Corner when you leave, man. That's all of you. You know, what I
3: mean? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, lights go off oh, and Dave gets out of here. Yeah. That's when it gets fun. <laughs> hey,
5: I just I, I do Caleb, I just think it's different, man. When you when you got this guy doing what he's doing, man, on this level. Like, I if I was if I was if I was Dalton Connect, like you don't want him to be boastful about it. I think he's handling it the right way. But in the sense, man, it may be, it may be to his detriment that he doesn't sell himself enough. You know what I'm saying? Like the national media, it's kind of you get that Opie, you know what I mean, country boy flavor from him. And it's like, oh man, it just that's a good kid right there. You know what I'm saying? Like it I think if he was a little bit more bad guy, um the the spotlight may shift to him a little bit more. But I want him to be him. I'm just saying, man. Could you imagine if it was me? Ooh,
3: yeah, but Ron in person because I had a little date night thanks to Banks and Jones. The show's written yeah. about Banks and Jones with my wife, and uh-huh. um there are a couple of times that he may be an under his breath trash talker that I noticed yes. on the court that I didn't notice. I don't know if have you been have you. He seems he's got some fire. It's he's down. kind of like Hendon Hooker. He doesn't show it. Yes,
5: it's, that, it's that's a it. prime example. You, you hit it right on the head. He's just like Hendon Hooker. You are absolutely right. Like a competitor, you don't want to end up in the foxhole with him one-on-one because he's going to do whatever it takes to get out of it. Like You are absolutely right, but you got to watch closely because you'll miss it. That's the only thing. Like mm-hmm. You see him talking trash. You see him running back down the court after hitting two or three threes and telling people, man, he can't guard me. Like, but you, you got to be watching for it. And it's so unassuming that a lot of people miss it.
3: Yeah. All right. So Ron. do I get a shout out on 3HL for that? So I still got a lot of books to move, my man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jim, Ron, you can hear Ron Slay every afternoon. Uh, he does a, a fantastic job of the zone uh, there, 104.5.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com
3: Worst fight you've ever been in in a locker room before I show you something hilarious Oh
5: Never had to be in one. Right. Uh, well, well, in Europe, I almost had to choke slam a coach, but, uh, wow, but yeah. trust
4: Charles Freewell over here. <laughs> yeah,
5: I, I, no, I, I and I won't. And the, see, everything was cool. We had got out of, he took me out of game. Um, I was unhappy with it. We got in the locker, we ended up winning the game. We get in the locker room, and he said something in Italian. And I was like, No, Dalton, you speak good English. Say it in English so I can understand exactly what you're saying, so I don't miss. I don't miss I don't I don't I don't not hear what you what you trying to say. And he said something and he took his glasses off. So, where I'm from, if you take your glasses off, that means, oh, it's time to get down. Yeah, you're getting right up. Yeah, you 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 want some. You want some of this. So I so oh, so when he took his glasses off and laid him down, I start walking towards him and people start holding him back. And I'm telling, him, "Hey, no. Let that man go, man. This man grown, man. Let that man go, man. That man took his glasses off. He want to do something. Let him come figure out what he want to do with this belt." You know what I'm saying, so, and that that was as close as he got. He apologized, it was good
3: after all. So. That was an awesome story right there. God, <laughs> yeah. you just about beat down an assistant or head coach,
5: Frank Vertucci, a head coach. I never forget it. Frank Vertucci.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that w- that could be a vow. He just Vertucci <laughs> right in the middle of the locker room. All right, so what's this Kentucky fight, Caleb? Do you want to pull this up so we can get Ron's uh, thoughts on this? Yeah.
4: Ron, we gotta have a little fun uh sure. for a minute because uh did you see the kentucky football team um jeremy flax had been suspended had not played in the gator bowl we wondered why and it it turns out new uh leaked fight happened that shows why i don't know if you guys saw this here we go let's play it 18 seconds
3: That's Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay, let's cut it there you get a in there. We've, we've definitely got, we've got, you got to cut it for that. We got, we got one, we got one guy that wrestled in that pair, and one guy that did
5: Yeah, because you
3: can tell the guy that wrestled had leverage,
5: every bit of it, man. Like that was, you know what? Watching that right there, man, just lets me know that. Well, Kentucky, y'all got some work to do, man. Not, not, y'all had some good seasons, man. But, yeah, I don't think they can get to that next level. And the reason being the leadership in there, man, who lets that go on? Who lets that go on and who who records it and gets it out? That's the whole problem. Like, come on, dog. Where's the leadership going on in the locker room? Ain't no way. I would have made sure I got whoever phone it was if, if I was the captain of that team, deleted that video, and that's staying right here in-house. I'm cool with the fights. You know what I mean? That happens. you around each other all the time. But we ain't going to put this out on social media, dog. Now, what happened in the locker room? Stay in the locker room. That was foolish. And, man, I, I, I don't – me, I don't know how to recover this year from that right there.
3: I will tell you this right here. I would be so upset. And you're right. The releasing part of is is worse than a fight. Josh mm-hmm. Heupel hates fights. He doesn't believe in fights. I think a little bit of fighting in football is actually okay, Cool, personally. I think That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, when – the fact that somebody would leak this months after that makes me think that there's a, 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 a portion of the, the roster. That's not big. Mark Stoops guys.
5: Yep. Mm-hmm. Anytime you want to put that out, that looks like you don't have control of your team. Like that's that's not a good look at all, man. And moving forward, like with all the at basketball, football school, this, that, and the other, this right here, I, this, I, don't, I can't see this happening on Cal's watch. You know what I'm saying? So I guess he wins. It's a basketball school.
4: Yeah. It's, that's a good point uh the other thing that gets me is like i'm with you guys like i'm actually okay with fighting um to a degree but yeah. i feel like if 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 you're fighting like ron like you're if you're involved in any way you're in the fight either trying to break it up or fighting like you're not on the sideline cheering like not yeah, just that- filming the other guys were like cheering it on i'm like really like, yeah. you're on your teammates fighting, right?
5: Yeah. And I'm, listen, I'm cool with the wrestling and all that. But as soon as the first punch is thrown, we're breaking it up. Like, we, come on, man. we brothers in here. We're not hitting each other. Like, what What are we doing out here? Like, now we can clear this thing out, squared off, and y'all get the wrestling and do whatever thing you want to do. But once you start throwing punches, dog, that, that, that ain't bringing us together. You know what
3: I'm saying? The rule, too, with football, with the great football teams that I've covered. And the difference between the bad ones is that the animosity was done the moment you stepped yep. over the line. It was just like uh field of dreams. You know, yep. field of dreams we stepped over and he disappeared. When you stepped over that line, yep. that issue on the field, or in your case, the court was done. And if it wasn't, you didn't have good team chemistry.
5: Yeah, exactly. We used to get into it all the time when we basketball, you know. what I mean, like we imagine all the hot and egos we had on our team, personalities <laughs> that class, like we knew what it was though. Once we walked outside the lines, and we got to the locker room. Man, this this what's up? What we going to eat at? What we partying at tonight? Who house we coming over? Like that's what it was. But out there on the floor, oh, it's a pecking order trying to be established, and I'm not giving an inch. If it's Vincent Yarbrough, Tony Harris, Isaiah, Vick, man, Isaiah Victor used to get into it all the time, and that was my one of my best friends on the team. So it's it's weird. So
4: question because we've all seen the video of your old roommate um who likes to get slapped in the face before football games. Yeah. Uh yeah, John. Did you did John Henderson ever have you punch him in the face before he went outside to play a game so he could get hyped up?
5: No, he wouldn't dare cuz I would have knocked him out. <laughs> are you are you guys going
3: to start we're, we're we're deciding we're looking at our <laughs> analytics to determine if we're going to start covering that new UFC slap boxing Dude. thing we got I think it's called smack or something. That is,
5: I can't understand it. I don't understand how you put your hands behind the back and let a person just open hand slap you with chalk okay. on it.
3: If you could open hand slap one person from your basketball career and they and you've got the first slap, who is it? Ooh. <clears throat> golly, that's a tough one, man. Or do you want to pick somebody from the broadcast? Um <laughs> that you've been in and you don't have to name them you can just say they were a reporter who did this super role
5: no uh, i yeah i name them um um brad shepherd that's my guy that's my guy now he used to write for the daily beacon and he wrote an article my sophomore yeah. year about a slump he thought he was saying i was in the slump and i kind of was but we was winning like I, I was impacting the game in different ways you know what i'm saying but he he wrote in that uh, my scoring output wasn't what it, what he thought it should have been you know what i'm saying and um i took offense of to that came out and dropped some points and ran on off so i did want to like i and did i listen
3: something to him
5: hell yeah i said something to him right then and um after the game after the game i went off i came in the um in the press room and i pointed him out and said something to him y'all can thank this game for brash up or what he wrote in the daily beacon <laughs>
3: nice, nice you Ron, That's my
5: guy to this day. Now though,
3: I know you picked on the nicest guy on the beat. <laughs> Yo, wait, but I Ron did. did it right. He picked Ron on me. It. I deserved that, not him. He but picked Ron on did me it up. right though, because Ron
4: responded to a column, went out and balled out, and then called the guy out. That's- Unlike, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I'm a Grizzly fan, and uh, a guy who worked at the commercial appeal, Jeff Calkins, uh, Jason Williams, took his pen away in the at the end of in the uh, no. locker room after a game one time because he didn't like something that Jeff Calkins wrote about him the day before. <laughs> so he literally took his pen and he said, "You ain't writing nothing, homeboy."
5: <laughs> wow! See, that's but I wouldn't do I wouldn't do him like that. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, like that's- taking a man's weapon away. You can't do that, yeah. man. Take his pen. Away.
3: Right. <laughs> or. or- or complete confidence in yeah. himself.
5: Uh, Brad, Brad, my guy, man. We talked about it one time uh, on the DM and Twitter, and I think we may have even talked about it face to face once, man. But yeah, I told him, dude, you you struck the match. You struck the match to get me back on track. So um, <laughs> even though I felt like I wasn't off track now, it, it, I mean, you had we had a team full of eight, nine guys that could go get points. I was. That, wasn't, that was the least of our worries, Score.
4: Ron took that personally is what we're saying.
3: I did. Absolutely. Ron's appearance <laughs> is always brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. They've got that showroom in Athens, and they'll deliver to you with all the uh, added uh, covers, steps, and all that good stuff. DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com. They've also got the chemicals that are locally owned, no fillers. They're better than what you're getting elsewhere. Ron, have a blessed weekend, sir. We always appreciate you. All right, fellas. See y'all, man. Go balls. He is Ron work. Slay, and in two minutes, we're doing it. Which is the lucky John today who wins the <laughs> helmet hooker?
6: He Who's going to get hooker, lucky? Hooker,
3: the uh, Hinden Hooker autographed helmet. Who wins that? We're going to give it away in two Which minutes. John we is going to get
4: the happy ending.
3: <laughs> too far, too far. Caleb's feeling wild today on a Friday. Hey, <laughs> do me one quick favor if you can hit that like and subscribe button. Okay, hit the like button, hit the subscribe. If you're on an audio platform, we would love a review. We do this every day, weekday, live uh, on, uh, at 10 o'clock. So we'd love for you to join us live. But if not, please leave us a review. Go to OffTheHookSports.com for the very latest, which includes our NCAA basketball uh, shirt that uh, tennis – or NCAA basketball. Our NCAA versus Tennessee Uh, court case shirt, and also the 1998 National Championship book, Celebrate 98, the show represented by Banks and Jones. We're giving away a hooker helmet in two minutes for Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker, off the hook sports. Can you feel the drama in the air?
6: Got cataracts? We can fix that.
0: Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hong at cctis.com.
5: Hi I'm Rick Terry
3: and we at Rick Terry Jewelry Designs pride ourselves in the highest quality craftsmanship from a family-owned business here in Knoxville for over 35 years. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs we also take pride in being an affordable option for all your game day accessories especially those fire opals. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs we want to be your jeweler every day and especially on game day. Go Vols! Hi Mike
0: Davis here with City Heating and Air reminding you to always dare to compare.
5: We believe every day is a good day to be thirsty. With free samples on draft and lots of flavors to choose from, Tennessee Cider Company prepares a hard cider that's easy to enjoy. Some say it's the signature cider of the South. Others say it's the cure to your craving. They all say you'll savor every sip. The area of Gatlinburg has so much to offer, and so does Tennessee Cider Company. Add us to your list for shopping and fun experiences. You'll be glad you made the trip. Find our cidery in the Mountain Mall on the Gatlinburg Parkway. Sip smart. Sip the good stuff. Sip Tennessee Cider Company. Thirsty yet? Doors open at 10 a.m.
2: The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Play to win. (laughs) BanksJones.com
0: You're listening to The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. The internet is full of pictures of each and every one of you. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off The Hook Sports app. Download now for free.
4: Is there nothing you people can't do?
0: Also available on OffTheHookSports.com.
3: We believe in internal leadership. There you go, Crawdad Watson, only 35 likes. Come on, guys, we're better than that. We shouldn't have to say it. Hit that like button, please. We appreciate it. If you haven't subscribed to this point, you need to do so. Let's go ahead and pull up Caleb Hooker's Corner in which you can become a John. And how does this work? Uh, It's pretty simple. And Travis says that Hooker is about to make someone very happy. Yes, Hooker is. So here is the way this works. Thanks to our friends at Sports Treasures. Once a week, we'll give away a prize along the lines of a T-shirt or book. Celebrate 98. is a pretty good selection, if I do say so myself. We've got some Hooker T-shirts as well. We'll add some TriStar memorabilia to that. And that is a weekly prize. Those are cool. You get those and you're happy. But how about this prize? How about this Dave had
4: trouble picking it up for a second.
3: (laughs) Yes. uh, Dave almost fumbled the Hendon Hooker autographed helmet. So if you're on our audio format, you can't see it, but you should go ahead and uh, make sure that you go on our uh, Patreon page. Can you put the Hooker's Corner link Uh, Right there in the message board, if you don't mind doing that. Uh, And then we'll go ahead and we'll roll out the drawings. I remind you, Sports Treasures in North Knoxville (laughs) is fantastic. Sports Treasures, check them out. Carrying over 5 million Sports Treasures. They want to be your jeweler. Follow on Facebook for the best in sports memorabilia. A daily update Sports Treasures, TN Sports Treasures. In. So here's a picture of uh hooker's corner. You can scroll up and you can see we're going to have a lot of recruiting information over the week. So if you'd like to join, it's just $9 and 98 cents. So have I teased it enough? Yeah, hookers, or... lo- hookers love to tease. Uh, are we ready? Usually they don't. <laughs> I think they like to go Stop ahead
4: teasing me, Dave.
3: Finish the job. <laughs> um, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I've never been in that situation, but I would be like ready to move on. <laughs> not really. Not really. It's not Paris. You know what? Uh, oh, wait, uh, all right. All right. There we go. All right. So here we go. I'm excited. I'm bringing up the, by the way, increased coverage and in recruiting. And we're certainly looking forward to that. Okay. Driven up the excitement. We have the will of hookerness. The Will of Hookerness has these names on that. And these are Alex, Kalen, Caleb, Sean, Joe, Steven, Michael, Smoky Mountain Red, Tennessee Junior, Daniel. You have entered with just your nine dollars and ninety-eight cents. And now you have an opportunity to win this hooker helmet. If I can just how to figure out how to spin this dad blame thing. Click to spin. All right, here we go. This is it. Can we get it? Do we need a drum roll? Can we get a drum roll? First, Blue, don't do that. Everybody, Jacob Warren, asking you to like,
1: subscribe, and share.
3: Dave needs this. No, definitely don't, don't do the drum roll you just did. Uh, do that one. Oh.
1: Here, we go,
3: here we go, here we go. All right, we're Not spinning now. now. This is what you learn when you work in corporate America, kids. Don't do it.
6: Oh, it's always on the edge. Oh, wow, Michael. Michael.
3: <laughs> Oh, Michael, you are our winner. And I feel so bad for Steven because he reached out and he wanted to win it so bad and he just barely missed it. But it is Michael. I certainly thank everyone. We're doing this every month, guys. So go ahead and sign up now. Get in line for some more prizes that you can win. Just $9.98 a month. Increased interaction with us. You also will be able to... Uh, get some increased uh, recruiting coverage. We got a lot going on, and the prizes are just going to keep getting big, bigger. So sign up, just 998, be a John on Hooker's Corner. For Caleb Calhoun, I'm Dave Hooker. Congratulations, Michael. This has been a presentation. See, Ashley, I told you you like the show. This has been a presentation. Have you not a- seen
4: Ashley and uh, Kalen fighting on the, on the side? Yes, I it's have. Very, I've loved it. Couple squirrel. Couple squirrel. Yeah. <laughs>
3: There's the helmet. Have a fantastic day, everyone.
4: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?